Hey there, welcome to today's episode of Verity Vitamins. I hope you're having a wonderful December, as I've said in just about every episode. But I, hey, I hope you, I hope you are still having a wonderful December. I'm not just saying it; I mean it. Um, and in this episode of Verity Vitamins, uh, this I believe will be the last one I'll be doing for the year. Um, I, I want to just talk about uh, just going into the Christmas season here in just a few days. The thing that came up in my heart is why do we refer to Christmas as the most wonderful time of the year? And I was thinking about this. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that we give gifts. There's a lot of holidays that we celebrate. I mean, there's a lot of holidays where we eat good food. I mean, you know, what is it about Christmas? And and even for people who don't necessarily acknowledge the Lord the way that they should, there's something about this time of year. And what is it? You know, and this is why we don't want to be too quick to despise Christmas or this time of year, even if there are some bad tares among good wheat, um, there's something about this time of year. And I was thinking about it. What is it that makes it so worth it? And the thing that I came up with is it's the presence of God. You know, no, there's a lot of people that are not pleasing God with their life. And, and a lot of the rustle and bustle and, and, you know, running here and doing this, a lot of it is not God. And yet, there is a higher manifestation of His presence this time of year. And I was thinking about this. You know, uh, Halloween, you know, there's so much fear in the air. And there's so much death. And really, you can sense it. There's almost a manifestation of the atmosphere of hell during that time of year. And But with Christmas, it's not that way. You know, a lot of people have had some issues with Christmas. But, you know, I was I was listening to somebody who was over in Soviet Russia when the Iron Curtain was up and the KGB were, you know, doing their thing. And I didn't realize this, but they were talking about how they were at a service during Christmas time and they had to have Christmas services in secret. And if you even had one Christmas decoration and you had kids attending your service, you could go to prison for five years. That's how anti-Christ how anti-Christianity, how anti-Christmas they were. Now, I'm not building doctrines off of that, but that's significant to note because why would the devil be attacking something that he's so involved in? (laughs) Well, there is a lot of distraction and there is a lot of vanity this time of year. But listen, why is there distraction? Why is there a lot of vanity? Because there's something that the devil's trying to, to, to distract us from. Otherwise, why do it? You see, there is a lot of stuff, but there's also a lot of vanity in church that tries to distract us from what's most important. There's a lot of vanity at some Bible studies where people say, oh, we're going to pray. But really, all they do is gossip and they never do pray. (laughs) You know, you got to be careful about being judgmental this time of year. Um, I talked about this, you know, in the beginning of the month, but it's about the heart and it's about doing it unto the Lord. But the biggest thing about this time of year that makes it significant, it's the manifestation of his presence. It's an unusual manifestation of the presence of God. And I believe it's a taste of heaven. I mean, just minus all the bad tears of vanity and other things, the giving, the love. What is that a picture of? Jesus our Father. The Bible says the thief doesn't come but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The love, the giving, the generosity, all that, those are manifestations 
of the atmosphere of heaven. And there is a taste of heaven on earth this time of year. And, and people can sense that, even people who don't know why. And it's his presence. Psalm 16 talks about in your presence is fullness of joy and at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. I'm thinking about this, you know, Moses in the Old Testament, he's talking to God and God said, you know, you guys go into the promised land, but I'm not going with you. And Moses said, oh Lord, if you don't go with us, don't send us. Don't send us. Don't, don't, I don't, there's no point. And I would say the same thing about Christmas. Listen, if God's not in it, forget it. (laughs) If his presence isn't in it, then there's no point. Who cares? But I don't believe that's the case. I I know him well enough to know his presence is manifested in a higher measure this time of year. And that's the thing I'm looking for. And, you know, God is looking for any opportunity to manifest himself. He wants to reveal himself to the world through his love and through his presence and through his people. But he has limited access to do that. And we are, we are the body of Christ. And we are the ambassadors for Christ. And the measure of his presence that we're yielding to and walking in has everything to do with the amount of his presence that's manifested on the earth. And of course, there's other things to talk about. And what did Moses say? He said, Lord, if you don't go with us, don't send us up. But what did God respond to Moses with? He said, Moses, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. See, this is an evidence of when his presence is really manifested and prioritized. Rest. If you're not resting, it's an evidence that you're not prioritizing his presence. And I was thinking about Martha and Mary. And I've talked about this a lot on my podcast, and it's something that's just kind of a theme in my relationship with the Lord. But how Martha, the Bible says, was encumbered about with much serving, and she was distracted by much serving. But Mary is at the feet of Jesus, listening to his words. But Martha came in and said, Jesus, tell my sister to help me. She's just sitting there. And what did Jesus say? He said, Martha, you are careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that good part that won't be taken away from her. What was the good part that Mary chose? Watch this. Psalm 27 says, One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I may dwell in his presence. Oh, come on. Mary was dwelling in his presence, sitting at his feet, and Martha was distracted and encumbered by all these other things. And this is what I felt like the Lord gave me, and it it made me smile, it made me laugh. (laughs) Jesus wants you to have a Merry Christmas, not a Martha Christmas. (laughs) Oh, come on, come on. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to run it back. Jesus wants you to have a Merry Christmas. Not a Martha Christmas. (laughs) What do I mean? So many people this time of year are having a Martha Christmas. (laughs) They are careful and troubled and distracted and encumbered by all these things. And they're stressed out. They're no fun to be around. And they're just trying to check off boxes, get it done, get it done, get it done. 
and they're not resting. They're not at rest. And what's that an evidence of? They're not prioritizing his presence. But what is Mary doing? Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus, receiving from him, worshiping him. That's a big part of what worship is. And she chose the thing that's not going to be taken away from her. And she's having a Merry Christmas. <laughs> so listen, every time you hear that song this time of year, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Come on. I want you to think about Mary and Martha. And don't be Martha running around trying to please everybody, trying to do this and that, trying to just check off boxes. No, be Mary. Have a merry little Christmas and sit at the feet of Jesus and prioritize the presence of the very one that we're celebrating. Amen. Glory to God. Have a Merry Christmas from Benjamin Pace and the No Content Podcast, which is basically the same thing because there's nobody else here. But have a Merry Christmas and I will talk to you in 2023.